Oh, 
After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
matem
It's the sound of unity. We're linked in a chain to change the world. When you feel the strength, you spread the word. We're linked in a chain to change the world. When we get together, our voices Gedeu la mer i shoyno oh 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 o
Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmdm.org and of course on the NSN app. It's Tuesday on this May 31st, final day of May 2016, day 23 in the month of ER, the year 5776, Tufshin Vov. Today is day number 38 in the counting of the Omer, that is uh, five weeks and three days. Today is 38. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. The Nochi Krohn Band with Esau Einai. You heard Schar Mitzvah done by Mordechai Shapiro. Eighth day had Hakel, Malani, that was Benny Friedman. Simcha Liners, Es Panecha, the only one. That's the Moshav Band. And of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. 70 degrees outside with 91.1% humidity. Winds are west at 4 miles per hour. Mostly sunny today with a high of 86. Then tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 61. Tomorrow, partly sunny, a high temperature. Uh, Wednesday, 
77 degrees. Yerushalayim right now at 80. We're at 70 here in Jersey City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. It's a Tuesday, and I want to thank uh, Mayor Fertig for sitting in yesterday. Uh, yesterday morning, Memorial Day morning, Mayor Fertig in studio, taking care of everyone's uh, Jewish music needs and um, taking care of um, AJM and the AM radio broadcast, and I thank him for doing so. Good to be back here on a Tuesday. I want to wish a mazel tov to Dr. Joe Rosazada and the entire Rosazada family. We were there Sunday night at the Kingsway Jewish Center when the Az Yashir Torah Center and Kolel Derby Mayor uh, presented Joe with the Guests of Honor Award and um, celebrated at the 15th annual dinner for the uh, Torah Center and the Kolel. So we say Mazal Tov and Mabruk from all of us here at JM in the AM. 6.32, 28 minutes before 7 o'clock on this Tuesday morning, welcoming both uh, the president of Yeshiva University, Richard Joel, and the uh, dean of REITs, Rabbi Menachem Penner, to our studio later on this morning here at JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to that. Yeshiva League Sports Update next hour. It is, after all, Tuesday, and Elliot Weiselberg continues to work way past the hockey and basketball season on Yeshiva League Sports Updates for us every single Tuesday. And uh, plenty more coming up if you keep it here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Around the world on the web jmnam.org, and of course, on the NSN app.
patrikn tin gudlasa blimele. Fin winten kalt, fin regen as di blimele. Sie is allein in den Fehl. Die blimele, alt mit frische Tage lacht die blimele. Zwischen wilde Zwagelöch, die Blimmele, heut blieben schön, stark sie will. Nehm mir rein, in a guten, wie es darf zu sein, als ihn soll wachsen mit man viel in Pracht. Finde deine Arroyen, Ich spür wie hart, ich reiß mir heus, find die gedächte Wald in finster Nacht. Ich euch an, wenn ich euch nimm. Ich euch an, wenn ich euch nimm. Ich seh Gott, wenn sie ewig.
Sana kodish boru esato yiru Tipoire loitsova Oyef loipora Shoir loigo Fanim loyofu Siro loyomru kodo Ayo loinistaza Abrihio is loidimeru Shoi 
Sanakodish for a who is a toy. Marcus with Cold Torah off the David HaMelech CD. I thank everybody who's listening this morning at JM and the AM. Eitan Freilich, before that with Koamar. You heard Kivisi done by Shalshelis Jr., Sandy Shmueli, and Ki Tov. Yidl had Kishoshana Avramel had Leibadig. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live in the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. 
Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Tomorrow, 8.30 in the morning, Jason Greenblatt, lawyer and advisor to Donald Trump in our studio. 8.30 tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Rashad Shtayim, Kanrad Yavnai, Yimah Shikorei Akshav. בדדינה אזורי לעבודה בירושלים קיבל את תביעתו של גיא אליהו וקבע שבעת שעבד במעון ראש הממשלה סבל מתנאי העסקה פוגעניים ומשפילים הוא יפוצה בכ-90 אלף שקלים. יעל דן שוחחה עם עורכת דינו נעמי לנדאו. זה יום חג לגבי עובדים שמתנכלים להם, פוגעים בהם, בזכויות שלהם ובכבודם במקום העבודה. ליבי ליבי לגברת נתניהו. אבל כדאי שהיא תיקח את עצמה בידיים. תפסיק לשלח את עורכי הדין שלה אל אותם עובדים. בתוך כך מנכ"ל וואלה, אילן ישועה, הכחיש בשיחה עם רינו צרור את הפרסומים שלפיהם אתר החדשות נותן יחס מועדף לנתניהו ורעייתו. תבדוק כמה אה, כתבות היו נגד הממשלה וראש הממשלה בשנה האחרונה, בחודש האחרון, בשבוע האחרון. כן. כולם מתקשרים, כן. גם ממשרד ראש הממשלה מתקשרים אליי, כן. מתקשרים אל ההורך, מתקשרים לראש הדף, הם מנסים או לתקן עובדות שלא נכונות לדעתם, כן. או לשפר את הצורה שהם מופיעים. אביגדור ליברמן נכנס הבוקר באופן רשמי לתפקידו כשר הביטחון ונפגש עם הרמטכ"ל איזנקוט ועם פורום המטה הכללי. כך זה נשמע בטקס קבלת הפנים שנערך לו בקריה בתל אביב. ועוד בסבב המינויים בקואליציה, אבי דיכטר מהליכוד ומעתה יושב ראש ועדת החוץ והביטחון של הכנסת. כתבתנו שירה נאות שמעה אותו. אני לא אגזים אם אני אומר שבחרדת קודש אני מקבל עליי את התפקיד. תודה לכם על האמון. ובסך הכל כשאני אומר בחרדת קודש אז אני מתכוון בחרדת קודש. ומכאן והלאה כל השאר יהיה סגור גם לתקשורת. תינוק כבן ארבעה חודשים פונה לקופת חולים באריאל כשהוא במצב אנוש, לאחר שככל הנראה נחנק מאוכל. צוות רפואי מבצע בו פעולות החייאה. המשטרה חוקרת את נסיבות האירוע ומתשאלת את המטפלת שפינתה את התינוק לקופת החולים. חמישית מבני ה-21 ומעלה מעשנים, כך עולה מדוח משרד הבריאות שמתפרסם במסגרת היום הבינלאומי ללא עישון. כתבתנו יערה שפירא. 26% מהגברים המבוגרים בישראל מעשנים וכמעט 14% מהנשים. עוד על פי הסקר שנערך, חמישית מתלמידי כיתות י' לפחות ניסו לעשן סיגריות, ובקרב תלמידי כיתות י"א וי"ב כ-40% ניסו לעשן נרגילה. כמעט 40% מהנשאלים בכל הגילים דיווחו כי הם חשופים לעישון כפוי, כ-30% מהיהודים ולמעלה ממחצית מהערבים. והתחזית מחר יעשה חם מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורכת הדר קרפיול. Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Ohad. That's his title track to Madua. Tuesday morning broadcast, J.M. in the A.M., day 38 in the counting of the Omer. Good morning, everybody. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. My thanks to Mayor Fertig for sitting in yesterday on Memorial Day. Thank you, Mayor, and welcome to a Tuesday all. Don't forget you can comment on our app. The NSN app allows you to uh, comment on anything during our radio broadcast. In fact, it is through that app the NSN app, that I learned that uh, Sadja Aaron Price is celebrating a birthday. Yesterday was his birthday. The ha- happy birthday, Sadja Aaron Price, from uh, your friend Yaakov and from all of us here at JM in the AM. Oh, yes. The app teaches us a great deal. I can tell you that much. And that's just one of the things that we learned. Uh, tomorrow, 8.30 in the morning, Jason Greenblatt is our guest. He is a lawyer and advisor to Donald Trump. And was introduced uh, as um, somebody who advises uh, Mr. Trump when it comes to uh, foreign policy vis-a-vis Israel, etc. He'll be in our studio tomorrow morning, 8.30 in the morning here at JM in the AM. Later on this morning, President of Yeshiva University, Richard Joel, the Dean of REITs, Rabbi Menachem Penner. They'll both be in our studio here this morning at JM in the AM. And uh, that'll be coming up. Reminder, this coming Sunday is the Celebrate Israel Parade. And our friends at the American Committee for the Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem and we are getting ready for an amazing webcast, an incredible broadcast that will start at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Fifth Avenue. You'll be able to hear it and see it around the world. Uh, It's scheduled to go until 4 o'clock, literally uh, start to finish coverage of the Celebrate Israel Parade. We thank our friends at Shari Tzedek Medical Center. and we th- Oh, and by the way, they have a, a virtual luncheon that's going on. Shari Tzedek Medical Center has a virtual luncheon that's going on. You can go online to ACSZ, that's American Committee Shari Tzedek, ACSZ.org slash WD Luncheon. Uh, ACSZ.org slash WD Luncheon. Uh, for the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, their virtual luncheon that's going on as we speak. Uh, anyways, that's Sunday, and we are looking forward to it, looking forward to celebrate Israel, looking forward to bring you to Sights and Sounds of Fifth Avenue as only we can. And uh, make sure to be tuned in. Make sure to be watching on the homepage at NahumSiegel.com. Uh, make sure to stop by the booth. Yeah, stop by and wave. Say hi. Uh, you might just be mentioned on the air or even interviewed. Who knows? Uh, It should be a lot of fun. The Celebrate Israel Parade always is. And we look forward to greeting you Sunday on Fifth Avenue. Uh, Come by for the official Nahum Siegel Network, American Committee for Shari Tzedek and Medical Center in Jerusalem sunglasses. You can get uh, a pair of those while supplies last. And um, it's just always a lot of fun. So circle your calendar. Make sure to be there this coming Sunday on Fifth Avenue in New York City. And kudos to those groups and organizations and uh, retail outlets that uh, specifically encourage their um, their people and their customers to go to the Celebrate Israel Parade and give them no reason to, um, <clears throat> to do otherwise. <clears throat> kudos to those who clear the calendars and make sure to prioritize by uh, encouraging everybody out there to be at the parade this coming Sunday. A very important demonstration of support for the state of Israel. 
More coming up, including the Yeshiva League Sports Update, which is next. This is JM in the AM. Show. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Shlomo Katz, 21 minutes after 7 o'clock Tuesday morning broadcast. Again, my thanks to Mayor Furtick for sitting in yesterday. Elliot Weiselberg has again prepared a Yeshiva League sports update for us, even if it's beyond the hockey and basketball season. We greatly appreciate it. Big shout-out going out to uh, Mike Feller and everybody at Crown Trophy. A lot of their trophies have been distributed already this season to the big winners. That's for sure. Shiva League Sports Update next. Here's Elliot Weiselberg on JM in the AM. It's the last day of May, folks, and that means that in only a few short weeks, the 2015-2016 school year will roll to a close, and with it, the 2015-2016 sports season. Presently, all sports have reached at least the semifinal stage, with several leagues about ready to square off in championship action. We'll get you back on track with all of the action on this Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. In soccer, all leagues have reached their ultimate game and will decide their championships this coming week. Boys Varsity's final is all set after Hank knocked off the Western Division regular season champion Kushner 9-6. Mayor Levy tallied seven of the Hurricanes' nine goals to punch their ticket. Hank will next meet up with SAR, 15-6 winners over DRS. That contest, along with the Boys JV Championship between DRS and TABC, will be tomorrow night. Central and Maya Note will vie for the Girls Varsity Championship as well. Rounding out the group, Maya Note and SAR have already played for the first spring championship, with Maya Note defeating SAR 2-1 in Girls JV. Girls Varsity Hockey is 24 hours away from joining the soccer leagues, as by Wednesday morning, they too will know who will compete in the 2016 championship. Last year's runner-up, Maya Note, will look to avenge an earlier one-goal loss to Heschel tonight when the two meet up in Heschel, while defending champion Frisch will look to do the same against Kushner in Kushner. Both games are scheduled to start around 8 p.m. By Wednesday, the same will be said for boys' volleyball. Presently, SAR has clinched a berth, having blanked Frisch 3 to nothing, dominating the last two sets after a 23-21 win in the first. They await the winner of Wednesday night's contest between DRS and Ramaz. In their regular season matchup, Ramaz defeated DRS 3 to nothing. Over in boys' varsity softball, yet another higher seed goes down as Hank loses to YDE 10-7 on Friday. Hank's loss leaves Frisch as the only top-seeded team to advance after their 13-3 slamming of Flatbush. YDE will now advance to play May, last year's runner-up, while Frisch now looks for its 10th straight win when it takes on last year's champions Hillel. That game will be this coming Monday. Also, congratulations to Frisch on winning the Columbus Baseball Invitational last week, defeating TABC in the final to win the title. In boys' JV softball, the highest remaining seed after the first round is the number four seed. JEC goes from middle to top after their 2-1 win over Mutt Ward this past week, as MTA completes the upset knockouts, dropping Hillel 12-5, only a month and a half after Hillel blanked the Lions 7-0. MTA will host Hafter in one semifinal, while JEC takes on DRS in the other. And that was your Tuesday morning JM the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
Shalshel is here at JM in the AM, 29 minutes after 7 o'clock. Day 38 in the counting of the Omer, five weeks and three days. We forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. 70 degrees, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 86. We're at 80 in Yerushalayim, 70 right now here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. I want to remind everybody that today is the uh, Achiezer event that's going on. We spoke about this on Friday, Achiezer presents an event entitled Every Child is Special, Find Out How to Help Yours. Today, starting at 6 p.m. at Congregation Beth Shalom at 390 Broadway in Lawrence, New York. There will be a special program plus a vendor expo uh, with information on special needs and related service providers. It's called Special Care Expo 2016. It's resources, it's information, it's support. It is a closed media event. Many distinguished presenters uh, lots of great services being highlighted. Again, it's uh, the, today, Tuesday, May 31st, Congregation Beth Shalom, between 6 and 10 p.m. tonight at 390 Broadway in Lawrence, New York. Information, you can contact Achiezer, achiezer.org, slash special care, achiezer.org, slash special care, or 516-791-4444. That's 516-791-4444. Uh, for any additional information. All right, so check that out. That is happening tonight, and you get an opportunity to uh, discover some um, some very important services that are provided and some very important uh, pieces of information that you may not have known before. Uh, by the way, the event is being sponsored by the Wolman family, the Achiezer event for Rafur Shlema for their uncle Heshi Jacob, Tzvi Moshe Ben Chana. Again, that is Tzvi Moshe Ben Chana, and all of, all of us, of course, extend a Rafur Shlema. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmaser of Zebin of Yosef Alevi and Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. There are various things that we can do in our lives to amass zuchuyos, or merits. Chazal tell us that Eliezer Ever Avraham merited a remarkable schus by fulfilling the shlichus of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu sent him to find a wife for Yitzchak. With the successful completion of this particular assignment, Eliezer was removed from the category of Aror, or cursed, and he was placed in the klal of Baruch, to be blessed. Eliezer was the grandson of Canaan, upon whom it was proclaimed Aror Canaan, Cursed is Canaan, his Mesiras Nefesh, or self-sacrifice, to carry out the Shlichus of Avram Avinu, was so praiseworthy that the pronouncement of Noach was retracted for Eliezer, as it says, and he resided in the blessed Oel of Shem. Rabbi Chesko Levenstein, the famous Mashkiach of Ponovich, asks a fascinating question. What was so unique about Eliezer's fulfillment of Avram Avinu's mission. Why was that so superior to the acts of his entire lifetime? The answer is that Eliezer was an Evan He was a trusted and loyal servant of Avram Avinu. When Avram learned that his brother had been captured, the Pasuk tells us that Avram armed his disciples and Chazal tell us that this refers to Eliezer. Later, the Torah indeed identifies Eliezer as Damesek Eliezer. Rashi explains, Doilu Mashke, Eliezer drew from the Torah of his Rebbe 
and filled others with it. Eliezer was the right hand of Avram Avinu. He excelled in every mission. Yet, it was only for this Misa of bringing Rivka as a Shidduch for Yitzchak that he merited to leave the Klal of Aror, cursed, and enter into the Klal of Baruch, or blessed. Rabbi Cheska Levenstein cites the well-known statement that each individual is assigned a specific tafkid or purpose in this world. The Vilna Goyen once said that if a person wants to determine what his personal tafkid is, he should contemplate what it is that he finds most difficult to do and would be hesitant to undertake. The corresponding avoda defines his task in this world and that which he should concentrate on. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
From Micha Gammerman, Yeb is said there. It's actually a brand new video out there you could check out, as thousands have already done. Uh, before that, the uh, selection from Benny Friedman, Rock Biyachad, JM in the AM. Good morning, 18 minutes before 8 o'clock. We'll welcome the president of Yeshiva University, Richard Joel, into our studio with the uh, Rosh Hashiva of Reitz, the um, dean of the Rabbi Isaac Elchanan Theological Seminary. Rabbi Menachem Penner is going to be joining us as well, talk about Shavuos and other things. Uh, tomorrow, Jason Greenblatt is going to be in studio, 8.30 in the morning, the uh, lawyer and advisor to Donald Trump. Jason Greenblatt will be in our studio tomorrow morning. Looking forward 
to that conversation here at JM in the AM. Day 38 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. My thanks to Mayor Fertig for sitting in yesterday. 70 degrees, mostly sunny, and a high temperature of 86. Mazel tov going out to our good friend, Dr. Joe Rosazada, Az Yashir Torah Center in the Kolod Rabbi Mayor. Um, recognized the Joe and the uh, Rosazada family. He was the guest of honor at the 15th annual dinner this past Sunday night at Kingsway. It was really a beautiful event. And a special, special shout-out to the brilliant caterer, Moshe Ganunu. Cousin Moshe, who was uh, great. And... Um, Really provided an an amazing uh, meal for everybody. Moshe Ganuni, rather. A big thank you to him from all of us here at JM in the AM. Reminder, speaking of the Rosada family, reminder there's a special reception, 7.30 this coming Thursday night at um, at their home at Roosevelt Avenue in West Orange, New Jersey for Migdal R. Rabbi Grossman will be there uh, in advance of the Migdal R. dinner. If you're in the West Orange area or anywhere near it, it's 7.30 this coming Wednesday night, excuse me, this coming Thursday night in West Orange, New Jersey. So try your best to be there. Celebrate Israel Parade is Sunday. American Committee for the um, American Committee for Charitetic Medical Center in Jerusalem are presenting partners of an amazing uh, broadcast that we're going to be doing starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time this coming Sunday from Fifth Avenue. We'll be celebrating Israel as we always do. And you're invited to celebrate from 57th to 74th Streets on 5th Avenue. CelebrateIsraelNY.org. CelebrateIsraelNY.org. And, of course, we will be there on 5th Avenue with a five-hour broadcast. We have a big thank you to our friends at Shari Tzedek. And, um, in fact, when you walk by our broadcast booth, we're going to have... Um, Nachum Siegel Network, American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, sunglasses. So while supplies last, try your best to get a hold of uh, one of those pair. Those are certainly going to be collector's items. If you saw it on Facebook, you saw how cool it looks. Really nice. Plenty of programming coming up on our stream all day long at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app where you can comment away on... Um, Oh, and someone reminds me as I was playing uh, that new song from Micha Gamerin, someone reminds me on the app that you could vote for that song or any song for the top nine at nine. Yassi's Wag in the top nine at nine happens tonight. Go to NahumSiegel.com slash nine at nine. And uh, if you vote before seven o'clock tonight, your vote counts. All right, so check that out. Mazel tov to Seth Siegel and Rachel Ringler on the wedding of their son Sam to Caroline Pink. This past Sunday evening at Pier 60 in New York City, Mazal Tov, from all of us here at JM in the AM. A big Mazal Tov. Um, and I just want to remind everybody we have amazing programming on our stream all day long. Amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Right after JM and the AM, you'll, uh, where are we here? I'm sorry. You'll hear the OU Jewish Reaction Program. That's right after JM and the AM. The OU Jewish Reaction Program. At uh, 10 o'clock this morning, a special edition of Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. At 10 o'clock this morning, usually it's 10 o'clock Thursday, but today, 10 o'clock Tuesday, 
Uh, she'll feature an interview with Racheli Frankel, mother of terror victim Naftali Frankel and Unity Prize founder. So coming up at 10 o'clock, a special edition of Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. Again, an interview with Racheli Frankel, mother of terror victim Naftali Frankel and Unity Prize founder. The Tuesday Live Lunch will have guest host Avrami sitting in and plenty more all through the day, of course, on jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. 13 minutes before 8 o'clock. More coming up. This is JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with the uh, cast of the Waterbury Yeshiva album. That's the Hashem Melech selection. Before that, Adon Olam from Awake. Mordechai Shapiro, Ki Malacha, that's from Koa Derech. And uh, opened up that set for us. 8 o'clock in the morning, President of Yeshiva University and the uh, Dean of Reitz will both be joining us coming up. Keep it here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app.
a.m. in the a.m. at daytime cats. Tuesday morning broadcast on this day 38 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. He is the president of Yeshiva University and uh, presided over an amazing commencement ceremony last Wednesday. He is uh, Richard Joel, and he is in our studio. President Joel, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. It's always special to be with you and to see your shining face. I, I appreciate that. We we will hopefully be joined by my penner at some point in the next uh, 15, 20 minutes or so, who I'm told is on his way to the studio and will speak to us about uh, Shavuos and I'm sure a few other things as well. It's so easy to get to the studio. I can't understand why he can't get here. Yeah, I'm also confused, yeah. but who knows? You know, so <laughs> always something comes up. have to find the rabbit hole to find down. <laughs> I, um, I assume that, uh, that this was a heartwarming commencement for you for many reasons. Um, among them, what we said on the air Friday morning, you've now conferred how would how would it go a a degree of some type on every one of your children would that is that how it works i've i have conferred a degree of some type on every one of my children so that's got to be quite a feeling that's pretty nice i can only imagine it's more than pretty nice (laughs) ultimately everything is personal right and ultimately as important as anything we get to do with life is uh, the first obligation and the first privilege is how you and your wife can raise your children right so this 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 uh this commencement was special because uh, three of the six uh, earned their doctorates. Wow. And uh, I keep wanting someone to check with Guinness Book of World Records whether there was another university president who conferred three doctorates on three of his children at one commencement. That's amazing, boy. All doctors. Yeah, you don't know how hard it was for me to fix that. <laughs> you know, one of them never even graduated college. No, I'm joking. Of course you're joking. <laughs> I'm joking. All well-deserved. <laughs> Two doctorates in education, one in clinical psychology. Wow. And uh, and I must say that the other three are, are, are equally talented, equally uh, armed, both with advanced degrees, but with advanced aspirations and, uh, and midos. Well... That's the most important thing for sure. Mazal Tov on this uh, amazing occasion. Aside from the personal aspect, you presided over a commencement that's been getting a lot of attention. Last Monday, in fact, a we- uh, well, today's Tuesday, but I'm all confused because of the holiday weekend. But eight days ago on this radio program, Robert Kraft was on and uh, declared how uh, how being a uh, an honorary doctor at and being recognized with an honorary doctorate at Yeshiva University uh, would mean more to his father of blessed memory than his Super Bowl victories. And that's something that, of course, he said to the entire world from Madison Square Garden on Wednesday at the commencement address. Uh, there were many other wonderful things that he said in that address. Wouldn't you agree? I think he w- it was a very personal address. He told me he wrote it all himself. He worked very hard on it. We had spoken a few times. And it was really a kind of valedictory for him uh, in terms of what really matters in his life. Uh, I think he... Uh, um, I think he spoke uh, of his four F's. Yeah. The friends, um, family, family. Uh, football, and philanthropy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wish I would have thought of. Um, the truth is he was very moved. He's a very fine man. I've known him for many years. And he's a real guy. And um, uh, I, I think this was... Uh, and I think he, uh, he wanted to do it. And it's interesting how his message resonated. 
Uh, our students were thrilled as soon as they heard he was coming. Right, that's true. Because in the in the common culture, you know, football looms large. Oh yeah, uh, largest uh, some would say. Yeah, well, I'm lucky enough to have a campus named for uh, a family that owns the Minnesota Vikings, that's the right. Will family, who are wonderful. Um, and they were there, and they in fact called up uh, Robert Kraft uh, for to receive his degree. So it was a, these things are always thrills for me. Frankly, I take very seriously the notion of conferring both degrees and honorary degrees. It's just a moment in time when you can see where we as a people have come and what Western civilization is supposed to mean. And both in terms of the degrees and the honorary degrees, if you were at the commencement and you heard our uh, commencement uh, student valedictorian, uh, it was just magnificent. More than that, it's probably the only university in the world where where the president shakes hands with about 700 undergraduates as they walk up uh, that's not exactly right. I I nod nicely at 350 of the women, right. and I'm either um, hugged, embraced, uh, my, have my hand shaken, shaked, shaken, uh, or uh, or selfied now. A whole new cultural thing, but uh, it's 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 quite it's quite a happening. Five thousand Jews in Madison Square Garden, the uh, a wonderful cross section of the Orthodox community. And everybody getting along with everybody. It's pretty amazing, huh? Quite amazing. Robert Kraft's message to the graduates. What do you think of his message? I think it was exactly right. It was, it was have, as he said, a halom gadol. Right. Have a big dream. And I think uh, uh, it, it's very funny because in my inaugural um, address 13 years ago, I said, we are dream merchants. Right. And, and he gets it. I think, I think people who have uh, largeness to them and not just manufactured, but real, um, think that dreams are important. And as my son once told me, the only way to make a dream come true is to wake up. <laughs> so both of those things are really important. And God help us if students get out of college and, and don't think about what can be and don't think about dreams and don't think about the world better than it is. And I hope that's something that's... Uh, uh, very special about yeshiva. I hope over time it's less special because other universities uh, generally don't speak about dreams, and uh, and we do. Uh, Richard Joel is here. He's president, of course, of Yeshiva University. We'll be joined by Rabbi Penner coming up as well. Um, how would you look back at this year? Is there a way to evaluate this as a school year and how it went for your undergrads and graduate students? Look, we're very fortunate. Um, this was a wonderful year. Uh, everyone, so many prognosticators had said, you know, dark clouds, etc. We had a large class. It was a very highly qualified class. The mood on campus was wonderful. Uh, the faculty has been immensely wonderful partners uh, with us in uh, even doing more teaching than they'd done before, investing very heavily in the students. Um, the student life was great. Um, it's just an ascendant environment. The learning of Torah. Uh, is stronger than it's ever been. We have wonderful rabbeim of so many different uh, uh, personalities and so many different fabrics and textures. So it was great, thank, frankly. The achievements of these students are really wonderful. I mean, 100% uh, uh, of the students who applied to um, law school got in, right. mostly to 
of very prestigious law schools, many of them with major scholarships, which is a, a terrific thing. I think we had uh, this year uh, 94% of the men and women who applied to medical school have been accepted, uh, 94% of those who applied to dental school, and frankly, those who are looking for employment opportunities, uh, largely SIMS graduates, uh, are really doing wonderfully. Uh, uh, the, all the comparative figures are quite amazing. I think we have a, uh, um, a six-year graduation rate of 89%, which puts us in the absolute top in the country. Um, and uh, all I can say is that, that the courses are wonderful. Almost all the classes are good. As we have some clunkers, we try to address them, and we do. Um, and I think the students feel like good partners um, uh, with the university. It's a very personal experience. Richard Joel is here. We're joined by Menachem Penner. Rabbi Penner, of course, is the Dean of REITs, or by Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary. Rabbi Penner, a, uh, an honor to welcome you here to JM in the AM. Thank you. Great be here this morning. I appreciate that very much. Uh, we have to mention, and uh, as we let Rabbi Penner settle in, uh, that in addition to um, uh, great events that have happened in the past, including the um, a commencement that occurred this past Wednesday, there are wonderful things happening in the future as well. Uh, President Richard Joel will lead the delegation this coming Sunday to celebrate Israel Parade, and all Yeshiva and Stern students and everybody in the Yeshiva family are invited to uh, march along and be part of that delegation. In addition, you'll be able to spend Shavuos with Yeshiva. The annual Ritz Yarche Kala is taking place on Shavuos, June the 10th through the 13th at the Hilton Westchester Rye Brook uh, with elegant dining and plenty more. Families are welcome. Uh, the president of Yeshiva University, Richard Joel, Rashi Yeshiva, Rabbeim, and faculty will all be part of this unique event. This has happened now for how many consecutive years? It's number six. This is the sixth already? Mm -hmm. Wow, I can't believe it. How would you evaluate mm -hmm. it, uh, President Joel? What can you say when you have uh, 750 uh, Jews uh, in the same place for this year three days? Right. It's a mind-blowing experience. Truth of the matter is, one of the great frustrations of leading a yeshiva and leading a university is that it's such a special enterprise, and the frustration is you don't get people to see it or feel it. The Yachekala is one of those opportunities when everybody becomes a B'nai or Benot Yeshiva. And we have extraordinary faculty. There's not a great deal of pressure. There is too much food. I keep trying to cut down on it. <laughs> I think there's a wonderful balance between learning and, and camaraderie and, uh, and relaxation. And of course, the best thing for me is we always have three concurrent sessions. Right. So I can be reading a book in my room and everyone thinks I'm somewhere else. <laughs> and that's a joke, of course. Most of the people are. <laughs> yes, of course it's a joke, Nachum. <laughs> God forbid. The biggest complaint that we get is that uh, there are too many, too many shiurim going on and not enough time to rest. And I say to people, you know, this isn't the old days, not an NCSY Shabbaton. You can, you can do what you want. You can go back to your room, but they're like, how can I go back? So-and-so is speaking, and they're doing this topic. The topics must be amazing, and I know the roster of people who speak is absolutely incredible. Uh, th this tends to sell out rather quickly over the years, am I right? Yeah, it tends to sell out very quickly. Are there still spaces available? Uh, one or two. Seriously? Uh, there's still just a couple. We're trying to, to figure out a few extra spots, but it's pretty much sold out already, yeah. And we already have over 700 people. Today. That is pretty amazing. And it is sold out, but 
but uh, right. but I'm sure any one of your listeners thinks that they can be an exception. <laughs> so let them call Penner, P-E-N-N-E-R. You, you know this audience very well, I see. <laughs> it's uh, me. <laughs> exactly. So uh, everyone who everyone who has the opportunity and has made the reservations already will be able to spend Shavuos with Yeshiva and be part of this incredible lineup and uh, and beneficiaries of an incredible yuntif, uh, but what is that yuntif experience like? We talk about shabbatones and get-togethers and conferences; those are unique in and of themselves. But yuntif together is a completely different experience. Am I right? The energy there is really hard to describe. Uh, having been this year for my first year as retirement as a shul rabbi, uh. I spent my first year at a Pesach program, which was wonderful. But for those who've been to other Yom Tov programs, they don't in any way compare to what this is. It's basically about 60-60 shiurim. Um, it goes round the clock, and it is a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. Everyone is there for a singular purpose, uh, to grow and to learn. And the excitement is incredible. I couldn't believe last year was also a three-day Yom Tov. Right. And I really thought... On Memorial Day weekend last On Memorial Day weekend. And I really thought there was going to be a low at some point. And it just got better. It just, people got more excited. And it's not just the speakers. It's not just the program. It's the participants really, really show a desire to learn, a desire to grow. Where else is there, where else is there in the Orthodox community where you can have over 700, 750 people for three days with no breakaway minion? <laughs> that says something, doesn't it? And actually, it's a very beautiful davening. Uh, it's too much of a growth experience in terms of food. Um, <laughs> Uh, and we do occasionally say, why didn't we do this before? Mm. It's a very interesting thing. There's so many things that you end up doing that get institutionalized, and you just can't understand it was staring you in your face. We didn't do it. It's a ton of work, particularly for Rabbi Penner and his team, but uh, Lepumtsara Agra, I mean, it's uh, uh, for, for the investment that you make, so do you get the return. So it's very, very... Uh, are there Very students beautiful. there? I know there are alumni, of course, who were students. Are there stu present-day students who come? Yeah, there are always a group of students, and they're critical to making the event exciting. They not only uh, sing and dance and uh, create a real ruach, but they take part in every part of the program. They're also giving shiurim. There's a teen program, and they're very involved in that. Um, there's there's uh, youth groups. There's, there's everything. It's really for all ages. Why you connects will try to identify any people who are single, who they right. can talk to, who are interested in information. Um, and, of course, it's also a time to get behind headlines, sometimes good, sometimes not, and meet with the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, academic religious leadership of our community one-on-one -on -one and just see them, their families, and uh, I think it's very special if we could have 70,000 people there in an intimate relationship, it would be fine. My wife always says if I could just have individual conversations with five million Jews, everybody would understand what Yeshiva University is. No question and, about that. Uh, and it would be very supportive. But this is lovely. I mean, it's a very interesting um, flip side of the other conference we do, Champions Gate. Right. Which is not yet sold out, and it's July 28th um, in, Orla in, in, in sunny and breezy Orlando, Florida, right. uh, at the Hilton, which is a leadership conference where we get a few hundred uh, lay leaders from many different communities for also a four-day spectacular event, including learning and including other ways of how do you build as leaders. And uh, generally, that's been an invitational um, uh, conference. and. Uh, this year, we really think if there are people who resonate with caring about the community, with the school, with the shul, 
um, with the well-being of the people, it's something to come to. We have uh, my friends like uh, Malcolm Honline and Barry Schrag and others uh, who come, who come because they want to participate. And so it's something for your listeners to think about. 100% at July 28th down in Orlando. Rabbi Penner, what does the Shavuos event tell us about REITs in general right now? There are so many people in this audience, myself included, who have not really been involved or observed what's going on with the Rabbi Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary now in 2016. What can you tell us about the program and the students that would bring us up to date? I think that it's it's difficult sometimes from the outside to understand both the level at which Torah is being taught as well as the vibrancy of the base medrash. Um, it's it's difficult to simply look in from the outside or to look at the program, whether it's Shavuos or it's the daily in the base medrash. Mm-hmm. There are, uh, in the Bate medrash, sitting for morning Seder, there are 900 young men between the Bate medrash. And for those who are familiar with what's called now the old base medrash, <laughs> imagine that base medrash packed and the new base medrash with 550 seats, Kanai Nahara, also packed. So it's difficult. I take people up to the second floor of the new base medrash. There's one perch where I have them kind of look down. And it literally takes your breath away. It is such an exciting environment. Um, there are overall 1,350 students learning on campus every day. And we're trying to provide something for every different kind of student. There are still the top, top shiurim, but there are also many different kinds of shiurim for boys who are looking for different kinds of things, whether it's on the side of Hasidus, a little bit more uh, classic warmth, what they're used to in Eretz Yisrael, rather than the highest level shiurim. Um, it's a very, very vibrant uh, place. You, were, you know, understand also yeah. that there are over 1,100 women studying Torah every day at Stern College on right. every conceivable level, right. really preparing for the future of our community. And some, by the way, are featured shvuas in terms of uh, female scholars. That'll, of course. That'll be there. And uh, in general, the the, the last, I, I don't remember her name, but uh, the valedictorian at Stern, I believe she was the valedictorian, I hope I have my facts wrong. Uh, oh, no, she was not valedictorian. She was uh, student council president who was in our studio a few weeks ago. Uh, spoke about how she wants to pursue, you know, a Judaic academics, and that that's such an important factor for her as she leaves, uh, you know, her undergrad years. Look, when you look at it, in the last uh, ten years, um, there are uh, over six hundred people who've received masters in Jewish education from yeshiva. Right. Um, we had uh, thirteen years ago there was one tenured faculty member. Now we have a faculty of over eleven full-time faculty members. Uh, this year, uh, my children contributed to it, but we still have forty-six master's degrees and eight doctorates being given out just at the at the education school. So think of Jewish education writ large. Right. We have women from GPATS who are taking different positions of educational uh, leadership. Um, we've we've made 253 rabbinic placements, not including the work that we've been placing on campuses uh, in the last decade. Uh, when you think uh, we have a Chagas Micha coming up next year, we'll have another 150 um, uh, newly minted rabbis. Uh, it's very exciting. and And... So, yes, we're very committed to those who continue Jewish education and Jewish professional leadership. But I always talk about the fact that YU is for for Clay Kodesh and for Lay Kodesh. Uh, The truth is, you look at any of the thriving modern Orthodox communities around the world, and the core of it, not all of it, but the core of it, are graduates of Yeshiva University. No question about that. Uh, Richard Joel, president of Yeshiva University, Rabbi Menachem Penner, who is the dean of REITs, both in our studio. You mentioned something very... Uh, important, uh, Rabbi Penner, the um, the addition or the I don't know what we call it, the supplement 
of a Hasidic or warmer atmosphere to what traditionally has been what some might refer to as, I don't know, a Litvish yeshiva or whatever term one would want to use when it comes to high academics and taking learning Torah study very, very seriously, not to minimize at all. Um, how has that worked? How has the how has the attempt to infuse that type of atmosphere and to give that type of experience to the students, how has it worked? I think very well with many of the Talmudim who are looking for that. Uh, President Joel always says, uh, nowhere but here. Uh, the reality is that uh, YU is a conglomeration of students who are coming from some 25 different schools in Eretz Israel and some straight from high school. Right. So if you, imagine them all, if you imagine them all converging on one campus, the idea that we should have one yeshiva one uh, flavor, so to speak, that's going to speak to everyone is almost absurd. That and, students coming coming, and students coming from public school. Right. And, student, right. and students coming from all sorts of high schools and, and foreign countries. Range. So mm-hmm. the sense that there should be just one model, to, oh, I know why you, why you is this. It doesn't make any sense that we should be that kind of yeshiva. So the idea has been to create multiple tracks. Uh, there are officially four undergraduate Jewish studies programs, but there really are 10 or 15 right. if you break it down. And students are finding what they're looking for, and that's what we're about. I think the warmth question is a very important one. Um, I don't know how many places where you can have a large, small university, where you can find what you want, whether it's an honors track or a normative one. But when I look at the uh, the Rabbeim and the Rashi Yeshiva that we have, um, I think it's hard to think of another, Rav Schechter said this to me, another place in history where you would have over 25 profound rabbinic scholars who are all in the same yeshiva, all basically with the same hashkafa, all, with one exception, but all college graduates, 20% of them with PhDs, 60% of them with masters, and all teaching. Now, I will tell you that there was a time where I think there was a... um, it was less warm than one would have wanted. And I don't think it's just getting our wonderful mashpia, Rabbi Weinberger, who has made it uh, warmer. I don't think it's that at all. I think, first of all, Rabbi Penner has assembled a team of mashkiach and skane mashkiach um, who are completely interested. If I need to know something about a student, I make one phone call, and within 20 minutes I get the whole skinny uh, on that person. But I'll also say that the, quote, Litvisha Rabbeim really work to have personal relationships with their Talmidim, not just say, you can look me up in the phone book if you need it. Uh, many of them have Shabbatonim with their students. Uh, there's always the irrepressible uh, Rav Goldwicht, uh, who's uh, available uh, uh, both for his Pila'e Pla'im, his brilliant insights, uh, and, for his, uh, and for his Ruach. But I would tell you that it is a place that's alive with intellectualism, with feeling, uh, and I think with uh, with wholeness, I, I do always talk about shleimut, about the the role of of wholeness, of integrity, of uh, students being able to find all the pieces that work for them. Uh, no two students need the same pieces, and frankly, it's the same thing on a universal basis. We all hunger for shleimut. We hunger for wholeness, and I use the word integrity because it's a number of integers. Wholeness, integrity means all the pieces come together. I think this is not a perfect institution, but it is an incredibly caring place that wants people to be all that they are. It aspires. One of the challenges we have as the, uh, uh, what are we called? We're called the flagship of of modern orthodoxy. 
um, is that it's hard to find two people who will define modern orthodoxy the same way. Uh, to me, it's somewhat, uh, it's somewhat simple because, in fact, it's not easy. It's an incredible lifestyle based on Torah that welcomes and embraces God's other wisdoms, thinks the Jews are supposed to figure out how to integrate that into life and make a difference in the world while involved in Torah and mitzvahs. The problem with that is it requires constant vigilance and constant nuance. So, like with the Jewish people, Bichlal, it's never about numbers, it's about depth, it's about profundity, it's about being strong enough that others can benefit from us. And I think that happens. Yeah, can't argue with that. Richard Joel, Roy, Menachem Penner in studio here at JM in the AM. Is the, is the system, the uh, regimen, the curriculum for a rabbi much different today than years ago? And I ask that because there are so many sensitive issues, so many things that leaders, especially rabbinic leaders, have to deal with today that, again, this may just be a sign of my age, but it seems that it's just challenges that are, that are, that, that are seemingly insurmountable sometimes. Are you able to put together a curriculum or a series of guest lectures that can address these types of issues and help guide these young men? So obviously the core for the Rabbanim is obviously continues to be the Torah learning, right. which is being expanded to make sure they know whatever it is that they need to know, whatever they're going to face. But for the fellows going into the Shul Rabbanus in particular, there is an astounding array of courses. Uh, when I was in Smicha, there were five preparatory classes, and now there are 18 uh, for the Rabbanim. And next year is a very big year because we're really heading into issues of mental health in a way that's never happened before, unfortunately, because uh, rabbis need that mm -hmm. uh, in two directions. We've established a joint uh, graduate program with Furkauf, our graduate school of psychology, so that uh, most of the pulpit rabbis of the future will have done graduate work in mental health, mental health counseling. They'll be receiving a certificate with Furkauf. Uh, which is a completely different level than any other rabbanim in the field. The second thing is working on the mental health and the insight of the rabbis for themselves. We're bringing in, we have a new program called Lev Ladat, which is sponsored by the Goldberg family of Boca Raton, uh, Murray and Besheva Goldberg, Boca Raton in Israel. And we're bringing in a team of mental health professionals to work with the students, not to teach them how to help others, but to make sure that they understand themselves. And it'll involve processing groups, individual sessions, so we're looking at a team of Rabbanim who, from a professional level and a level of emotional intelligence, will be in a place that, frankly, there haven't been Rabbanim like this put into the community. We still have actors, don't we? That we, we still have actors. We do. One of the biggest challenges that we've had is, despite all of our internships and our classes, how do you simulate what really goes on in the rabbi's office? Uh, so a number of years ago, we brought in a team of professional actors uh, who play Balabatim play individuals who are coming in with certain challenges and in front of very often myself and uh, Dr. David Pelkovitz uh, the students have to uh, interact with the actors the actors who are not all Jewish even are phenomenal at playing <laughs> Orthodox Balabatim and uh, other people other Jews coming into the rabbi's office uh, including one who plays a person with um with an OCD about saying the words of Shema correctly, mm. and he's not a Jew, right. this actor, and he's terrific. He plays it every year. And it's, it's a completely different level of, of Rav that is coming out to the community now. You know, you're right in saying that, that, that professions are harder these days, but the rabbinate um, has incredible rewards because people really need uh, guidance mm -hmm. and help. And 
uh, but also incredible challenges, both vis-a-vis other people and vis-a-vis oneself. Um, and let's not overlook the Rebitsons, none of whom grew up saying, I'm going to be a Rebitson. Right. So uh, with the help of... Uh, of uh, Mrs. Uh, of Esther, in memory of Esther Rosenblatt, Gary uh, Gary Rosenblatt's uh, mother, we've established a uh, for several years now a Rebitsons Yarchekala, where we have over a hundred Rebitsons, uh, I believe once or twice a year, uh, for three days coming together, both to learn skills, to network. We have an ongoing mentoring program that continues throughout the year and a chat room. And in fact, one of uh, your friends, who I won't mention the name, um, who uh, uh, joined us on our escapade to Paris, uh, which was filled with such meaning and such culinary pleasures as well, um, <laughs> met with me and Good said, joke, how, yeah. do we do, how do we do that uh, with the rabbis as well? Now, we right. do have a, a rabbinic yarchikala run by uh, Rabbi J.J. Schechter uh, that deals with about 40 rabbis a year and gives them both depth and profundity and networking. But we don't have in America a formal program of mentoring, rabbis can be very lonely, and it's never safe, and who can you trust? So, in fact, we're talking with one of uh, the people you introduced me to uh, about uh, his idea to say, how do we sustain the rabbinate more than we have? Well, call a kavod. Uh, Richard Joel is president of Yeshiva University. Rabbi Menachem Penner is the dean of Reitz, Rabbi Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary. And uh, we remind you that you could spend Shavuos with Yeshiva at their annual Reitz Yarchei Kala. If there is any room left, you could find out by uh, uh, dialing uh, 646-592-4021. That's 646-592-4021. The roster of presenters for that Shavuos for three-day yontif is pretty amazing. I remind you that this coming Sunday, President Joel will lead the delegation up Fifth Avenue. Yeah, let's also say, please say that again, Nachum, because it's a little embarrassing to be walking by yourself. <laughs> and since our university uh, ended uh, about a week ago, uh, it takes tremendous... Uh, uh, commitment on the part of our students to be there. But you allude to this every year, and you're still followed by hundreds. So. Only because I allude to it every year. Uh, <laughs> last year we had between 1,500 and 2,000. Please, God, this year we will too. But don't go away from the parade, because we don't start walking until 3. And we've insisted that Nachum Siegel remain till the uh, the not bitter, till the sweet end, <laughs> so we can be a crescendo of the parade. Bezrat Hashem. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of people marching with other groups who will come back to march with you. Uh, proudly at 3 o'clock. There no are, doubt, because in every one of those groups, almost, um, there are uh, people who are at Yeshiva University. 100%. Uh, Roy Petter, enjoy Shavuos. Thank you very much. Continued good luck to all the students up at Yeshiva right. University at Reitz. Right. Now, let me just add that sure. Rabbi Penner has really done an incredible job of working with a skilled and gifted faculty and with colleagues who are tremendously committed. It is not a job. It is a passion. It is a full-time passion, and the yeshiva would be diminished without him. Yeah, well, based on what I've heard, I, can, I 100% agree with you. Amazing job, right? Penny Yashikov to you, and to all the amazing rabbayim. Uh My thanks to both Richard Joel, the president of Yeshiva University, Rabbi Benachem Penner, the dean of Reitz. You are listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. That's Arye Kunzler. By the way, someone mentioned on our app that uh, Rabbi Penner, who was just here, the Dean of Reitz, is going to be scholar in residence in Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, this coming Shabbat. So keep that in mind, everybody. Day 38 in the counting of the Omer, 70 degrees, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 86. Special guest with us live via telephone. We'll introduce him to you in just a second here at JM in the AM. Tradition. Jeffrey Schechter is with us live via telephone. He plays Mendel in the current uh, the current run of Fiddler on Broadway, the Broadway Theater in New York City. And he and the entire cast are part of the big Celebrate Israel Parade this coming Sunday when we'll all be on Fifth Avenue. They're going to be performing there. They're nominated for Tony Awards, so it's a very, very busy season for them, as you can imagine. Jeffrey Schechter, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning. Thank you. Yeah, that song is catchy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has lasting value, huh? <laughs> I think I think it might make it. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Pretty amazing. What well, can you explain this phenomenon? Can you explain that every time this production comes around in a slightly new form, it takes the city by storm and just seems to attract people from all over the place? It yeah, it it truly is I think not to not to be cliche here, but I think it is a tradition for a lot of people. It's one of these shows that you know uh, debuted in the 1960s. I think it's 64 to be exact, and it truly took the world by storm back then. And it was all this insecurity about it: is it going to be too Jewish? Is it going to be too this? Is it the right timing? And people just immediately fell in love with it. And um, I have a, a good friend of mine who's been to the show. He's a dad. And uh, he's got a family. He every time he comes, he brings at least at least twenty people. <laughs> and he simply says he's like, I just want to pass this on from generation to generation. I think everything it's saying about parenthood and life and the changing of the tides in the world it's so important. And he goes, and please, and the music and the story. I, you know, he gets really worked up. So I think it's just that. I think people get swept up in the story and the tradition and being a part of something, like being invited to the party. Oh, wait, there's a fiddler party. I got to go. Right. I know this. I love these people. I got to go. So I think it's just so infectious that people can't get enough of it. And it seems the uh, the reviewers have been in love with it till this point, right? It seems like there's a lot of favorable material being written yes. out there. Yes, and that, you know, that's the thing. You kind of you hope that people aren't going to get tired of it, like, oh, great, why do we need another fiddler? And, you know, we're very fortunate that someone like Bartlett Sher comes along, and he's like, okay, this is fiddler, we're going to do our fiddler, and why are we doing it now? How can we make it the same beautiful show and give people what they're going to expect, but give them something a little bit different? Yeah. Um, so you, know, you add him, and you get Hofesh Schechter, this amazing choreographer who's never done Broadway before, but is rich in folklore dancing and has his own modern company and you get this team together of course with Sheldon Harnick and the music and boom you have this new production that people are going wow I've seen Fiddler but 
not like this. Jeffrey Schecht is with us, plays Mendel in Fiddler, which is uh, on Broadway as we speak. And they'll be part of the big Celebrate Israel celebration up Fifth Avenue coming up on Sunday, which we'll talk about in a moment. What is it like when all the Tony nomination news comes out? It's it's a little bit of everything. It's 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 nerve wracking. It's exciting. It's I mean mostly it's just pure excitement, you know, because we're confident that we have a good show. And like you said, reviewers are loving it, audiences are loving it. But then there is this committee of Tony people, and you know, not that we're campaigning for awards here, but it's still nice to be acknowledged. So to have our show nominated and to have our lead actor Danny Burstein, who plays Tevia, be acknowledged in the choreography, it's it's really really exciting. And we get to perform on the Tonys, and so the whole world gets to see a little bit of what we're doing. And, you know, look, if we're lucky enough to win a couple, that would be amazing. It is, we've all been talking about it, it's probably one of the best Broadway seasons in years. So, you know, just to be a part of it and have nominations and, again, be invited to the party is pretty pretty incredible. Uh, Jeffrey Schechter is with us, plays Mendel and Fiddler. Uh, well, I guess the folks from Anatevka are going to be coming to Fifth Avenue to celebrate this coming Sunday, <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's going to be a long schlep, but we're going to get there. <laughs> You've started out on the journey already, huh? Exactly. And exactly. once you're there, you'll meet your neighbors from neighboring uh, cities around the country. We can't wait. We can't wait. I think we're going to leave all the winter clothes back at Anatefka, though. I don't blame you. Although, the way things have been going here, I'm not quite sure that's a great idea. Yeah, so, exactly. So this, exactly. Must, this must be exciting. You're, you, you've been invited. You've been invited to perform and participate and to celebrate Israel. Does, does the cast have a little bit of a, a tug in their heart when it comes to the state of Israel? Oh my god, you know it, it's in honor, I mean it's like, you do, you don't want to at the end of the day it is a musical we're putting on a show, but you are, you're representing a lot of people and and Israel, uh, I, I was very lucky, I got to go to Israel last year with my dad, and I had never been, and it would, truly was one of those trip of a lifetime things, just father and son trips, so to be here a little over a year later with the cast of Fiddler honoring Israel in this parade, it's for me personally, it's very surreal and just kind of, you know, a beautiful full circle event. So we're yeah, we're quelling. We can't wait. <laughs> you can't wait is right. And you know, I'm, I'm sure you'll be briefed at some point before Sunday about what performance you'll be doing on Fifth Avenue because you're not just going to be waving to the crowd, right? You'll actually give them a little taste of Fiddler. If I'm Absolutely. not mistaken. Absolutely. We never just wave. We we dance. We celebrate. We definitely we. I, we truly treat, I know I keep saying a party, but it's like, it's like everything we do, it's like we take over the room, we take over the space, and a lot of that has to do with the choreography and the energy of our cast and the show. It's, it's, we want to treat it like we're at a big, I don't know, the best bar mitzvah you've ever been, the best <laughs> wedding you've ever been at. So yeah, we're definitely going to be performing, getting the people going, and then of course we'll be doing some waving and, and <laughs> dancing and singing and, and probably going later and having eating and drinking. There you so. go, all the usual parade stuff. Absolutely. Jeffrey Schechter plays Mendel uh, Fiddler on Broadway. They're nominated for three Tonys. They're part of the big Celebrate Israel celebration this coming Sunday. We look forward to seeing you in the cast this coming Sunday, uh, Jeffrey. And our best regards to everybody at Fiddler. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you guys there, too. There you go. Celebrate Israel Parade this coming Sunday, 11 until 4, is when we're going to be broadcasting from there. Maybe we'll get a member of the Fiddler cast on uh, on Sunday as well. And uh, you have an opportunity to uh, see them up Fifth Avenue in the big Celebrate Israel Parade. And to be part of it, I want to thank our friends at the American Committee for Charitetic Medical Center in uh, Jerusalem, who are uh, our um, co-presenters 
of Sunday's uh, webcast, audio and video. You'll be able to watch the entire thing at NahumSiegel.com and hear the entire thing through all of our outlets, including the NSN app. And you'll be able to comment away as you're listening. You could be on the parade route and listen. You could be on the parade route and watching, actually, not just listening. You could actually watch it on your phone uh, at com on the parade route. So we're looking forward to a really, really inspiring and celebratory Sunday as we celebrate Israel together. And as you heard, uh, the uh, folks from Fiddler will be there. And I want to thank Jeffrey Schechter, who plays Mendel, for joining us here at JM in the AM. To our prosperity, to our good health and happiness, and most important, to life, to life, the life. Machaim, Machaim, to life. He's to the father I try to be. Here's to my bride to be. Three, Machaim, to life, to life, Machaim. Machaim, Machaim, to life. Life has a way of confusing us, blessing and bruising us. Three, Machaim, to life. God would like us to be joyful even when our hearts lie panting on the floor. How much more can we be joyful when there's really something to be joyful for? To life, to life, life, to title my daughter, my wife. It gives you something to think about, something to drink about. Drink the time to life.
J.M. and the A.M., my thanks again to Jeffrey Schechter for joining us. Tomorrow on this radio program, starting at 8.30, Jason Greenblatt, lawyer and advisor to Donald Trump, will be in our studio here at J.M. and the A.M. That's 8.30 tomorrow morning. Make sure to be tuned in here at J.M. and the A.M. Mazel tov to Yitzi and Yehudis Leffel of Brooklyn, New York, and Flatbush. They've got a brand-new baby boy. We say mazel tov from all of us here at J.M. and the A.M. Mordechai Shapiro wraps up a Tuesday at J.M. and the A.M. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. 
Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web at jmtheam.org. My thanks again to Mayor Furtick for sitting in yesterday. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. My thanks to both Richard Joel and Robbie Penner for stopping by this morning here at JMM and to Jeffrey Schechter of Fiddler for calling in regarding celebrating Israel. Uh, tomorrow morning, he is uh, lawyer and advisor for Donald Trump. It's Jason Greenblatt. He'll be in our studio starting at 8.30 tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Should be a very interesting conversation. Coming up at 10 o'clock this morning, keep in mind, a special edition of Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs that happens one hour from now. Racheli Frankel is her guest. That happens at 10 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time, on the stream at jmtheam.org. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>